Let's get straight to our next guest here on Sports Breakfast. Sorry to keep him waiting. Lee Kitchen with us before the break. But Rob Kennedy, we spoke to him on Tuesday when the uh, US Open was underway. Gee, it's been a bad week for our Aussies when it comes to illness and injury. We've seen players have to retire within matches or not even suit up and play due to injuries and illness. Let's bring in Rob Kennedy from Tennis West. Uh, this morning, he is the head of tennis. G'day, Rob. Good morning, Jacob. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, listeners. Um, you're spot on. It's a grand slam and there's many, many twists, turns, stories, some of them negative, but a lot of positives as well. But uh, I think there's a lot of stories to get through. Where, where would you like to start? Well, let's start with Rinky Hitchikata because he had a great win uh, this morning, our time. Uh, straight sets and looks as though he's in pretty good nick. Yeah, what a way to start. Good good decision, Jacob. I like it. Very positive. Rinky Hitchikara, we talked about him getting off to a, to a fly with his with his first round win, and uh, he came up against uh, Puksovic, um, a Hungarian, 57 in the world, who, who knocked off a, a real young and uh, up-and-coming star in Sebastian Korda. Um, I'm sure you both know his father very well, and Peter Korda, and also he's got two sisters who are out on the, uh, the pro golf tour, so uh, there's some seriously good genes going on in that family. But to see Rinky step out and, uh, and have a second round win, and, and to be honest, this was an annihilation. Uh, 6-1, 6-2, 6-1... Um, comfortably winning 93 points to 58. Um, it was absolutely all class from his side of things. And, uh, he, stepped, he stepped into to what could be a really exciting third round uh, coming up. Indeed, yeah. 6-1, 6-2, 6-1, a dominant win. Over a good player as well, as you mentioned, in, in Fusovic uh, of Hungary, winning there in, in straight sets earlier today. What about some of the injuries and the illness? I mean, Jason Kubler's injury yesterday was a, a shocking blow. He's had so many injuries over the course of his career. He was a set down, and, and he might have won the match anyway, but you never like to see someone go down early in a tournament with an injury. No, and this was obviously a chance for him to still get another good win. He's, been, he's had a fantastic season. I think he's even backed up his 22 season as well, which he sort of came out of, well, not nowhere, but... You know, he's been battling hard on the tour and then really broke through, getting into that top 100, which is always where the players want to be so they can walk straight into these grand slams. And, and he's one that somebody never wants to come up across because he does normally play out five sets and he's normally the, one of the fittest players out on the tour. So to see him go down with an injury is, is something that we never want to see. And we, we hope he has a quick recovery and, and can get back out there for 2024 and, and keep doing the things that he's doing. Alex Dimonor, how have you seen his start in the... In the whole thing, yeah, it was nice to see him. I think we talked about it earlier, and you were chatting to, to Darren Patton as well, which was great. And to see him get off to a, a start, I know he he dropped a set, but um, that's sometimes how Alex goes about his business. He's got he's got through to his second round match, which is nice to see. Uh, also, having a look at who he's got to play against, um, yeah, Yibling Wu, um, you know, is another young player who's. He sort of hasn't done too much this year, so he hasn't got through the past the first round. He did play in the third round last year at the US Open, so he's not somebody that's going to be uh, too easy to beat. But I'd like to see Alex get the job done here now, coming into this one as the 13th seed, and uh, hopefully he can fly the flag along with Rinky and, and have two Aussie men into the uh, into the third round as a minimum. Yeah, it's been a, a pretty tough start for a few Aussies. Uh, we did have the uh, the All-Australian uh, affair, which uh, we knew there was going to be a winner in O'Connell and, Bur- and Purcell, and it was O'Connell who, who won through. But um, who have been some of the other better-performed Aussies in the men's single so far? Yeah, so seeing Chris O'Connell get through was nice. It, it doesn't it doesn't paint a perfect picture for the Aussies. I think Bookich put up a good effort against um, Alexander Zverev. Obviously went down in three sets, but it was a tight 6-4, 6-4, 6-4. 
Uh, Kokonakis was one that I would have liked to have seen sort of push through. But again, he was playing against the qualifier who um, who actually knocked off uh, Benoit Pair in the qualifying as well. And it's always tough sometimes coming up against the qualifier. They've got those three matches under their belt. Um, and it's always, you know, they're used to the conditions. So a pity for Tanasi, although he's gone out and had a win in his first round of the doubles. Um, James Duckworth, another one who went down in, in three sets, again playing against the qualifier, so that same sort of mindset. Um, James was lucky enough to get through as a lucky loser, but look, he's actually been playing some great tennis, James um, Duckworth, and, and getting through a few matches. So look, it's not doom and gloom, although it's not a, a fantastic uh, outcome of the first rounds of, of where we want to see the Aussies get to, but I think there's a, a lot of positivity to look at in the way of Rinky and, and Alex and and now Chris O'Connell's got to come up against Daniel Medvedev, which, uh, look, I think he's the other one on top of uh, Elkaraz and Djokovic. That's, that's every opportunity to win this US Open. But uh, we'll see how Chris goes. And, um, you know, it was a great win for him against Max Purcell, who was probably the more informed player going into that match. Um, a couple of seeds going down. Titsipas uh, is one. And um, how have you seen it so far on the men's side? Elkaraz got through as a walkover. Djokovic doing his thing. Medvedev. Uh, not too many surprises. Yeah, I think right at the top there's not too many. So the Elkaraz, uh, Yannick Sinner, Rublev and Medvedev going through. We talked about, you just talked about Joker there as well, Wayne. Six four, six one, six one. I tell you what, whatever he's doing, he not only gets the job done, but he's uh, he's opened up his draw very nicely for him. I think you've talked about it earlier about Olga Roon going down, the number four seed. He went down in the first round. And then, as you just mentioned, sits the pass there getting... Knocked off by, uh, he's now a bit of a story. I think he's on the cover of the, the US Open website at the moment, which is that Dominic Stricker, um, a name that we only know about because he knocked off Alexi Popperin, our Aussie, in the first round, and now knocking off uh, pass in, uh, in five sets. So that quarter is opening up very nicely for Joker to sort of sneak on through. I think Taylor Fritz might still be sitting in there for him, but uh, it's a pretty wide-open draw for Joker to just have a nice little cruise into the uh, in the semi-finals. But, yeah, Dominic Stricker, I think it's a really great story. And one we should mention, a, a French Open junior player who won in 2020. Um, but this is the fun of tennis that I love so much. I, I went and had a quick little look. And he was in the qualifying. And in the second round of qualifying, had to win a third set tiebreaker, 13-11. Goes on and wins another match. And now he's uh, the talk of the town. So it's amazing how your life can change uh, in an instant. And I wish him all the best as he, as he goes through. We're chatting to Rob Kennedy this morning here on Sports Breakfast. He's head of tennis at Tennis West and talk us through the early rounds. We're in the second round now of the US Open at Flushing Meadows in uh, New York. The ladies uh, mentioned a uh, player who didn't take to the court. That was Isla Tomjanovic against Elena Rybakina, the number four seed. Unfortunately, she was ill this morning and wasn't able to play. She had to uh, withdraw. Yeah, I've heard a couple of mixed stories. I'm not, maybe I'll... Yeah, maybe the illness is the one that, that you've heard. I had to call a couple of guys from the uh, the high-performance team and sort of see if anybody's sort of hearing what's going on. And, and illness is one that I've heard. Another one is sort of maybe a little bit of an arm injury that she might have as well. Um, it's good to know. I, I, when I woke up and saw that, I, um, I really hoped it wasn't her knee again or, or something like that. You never want to see that for any player. So to hear illness and, and maybe just a bit of an interruption to her arm as well is, Look, I mean, we'll take that as positive news in a way that it's nothing too serious and, and she can get herself right. I think it was one of those as well that they might have looked at it and if you've got any sort of niggle and, and you've got to play someone like the quality of Rudikina, 
maybe you've just got to make the right call. And, and unfortunately for her, she can't step out on the court. And, and fortunately for Robert Kino, because to be honest, Ola Tomlanovic is somebody that uh, none of the seeds want to see because she is a bit of a giant killer, especially when she's, she's on her game. Daria Seville battled hard, but uh, against the number one seed, uh, yeah, it was inevitable. Yeah, I had a look there, and, and, and again, Dasha sort of, if she can get herself playing against somebody that a seed um, doesn't want to come up against, she can be very, you know, aggressive and attacking from the back of the court. But the telling tale for me in this one, Wayne, was her second serve. So she had seven double faults, um, and, the, and the big stat for me was 13% winning on her second serve as well. Now, you can't you can't go out and play someone of the quality of uh, Igus Wiasek, the number one in the world on the female side, and, and have that sort of percentages. So to sort of grind out a, a 6 3 6 4, I think she took all three of her break point opportunities that she had as well. So she sort of did it well, and I think she'll be going off and stepping onto the uh, the coaching courts and just having a look at that serve again. And if she can get that right, we'll, uh, I definitely think we'll see her definitely in the top 50 again. Rob, time's uh, got the better of us this morning, but always appreciate your insights. Uh, we've greatly enjoyed chatting this week uh, on a couple of occasions. We'll hope to do it later into the tournament. I look forward to it. I think the one that we'll get excited about is Matty at the doubles as well. So plenty to look forward for for the Aussies and, uh, and lots to talk about. Appreciate it, boys. Good on you, Rob. That's Rob Kennedy joining us from, uh, from Tennis West.